1: Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the
0: money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v
3: What a promotion. First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park October 6th through the 9th. Airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, and a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. And a meet and greet with Jeff Siegel. Head over to v slash horses to register. Visin.com slash horses every Thursday during the football season. College football expert Brad Powers, Brad at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. We'll go rapid fire here. We have uh, three games tonight, but one on the Deuce and one on ESPN. How about West Virginia and Virginia Tech? You took eight with West Virginia and you grabbed three and a half with Va Tech, both in the summer.
4: Yeah, I guess there was a difference of opinion on the game at that point, but I'm here to tell you guys, you saw a lot of that this summer, whether it was in game of the year line, season win totals, such, you know, there, there's that race to be first instead of the race to to be right uh, when it seems like in the college football betting market. So I thought both of those numbers were fair. I will say at the current number, we saw a little bit of money trickle. Right back on West Virginia, you know, late last night, I am on the West Virginia side tonight. Uh, I think anything less than three, I'm laying it with the Mountaineers. Mm-hmm. They got the better quarterback in this one, and I look Virginia Tech's defense has been really good so far, but who in the heck have they played offensively? I mean, Wofford last week's one of the worst FCS uh, offenses in the entire country. Uh, Boston College's offensive line's probably the worst shape of any team in, in the FBS level. And then o- o- ODU, a team they lost to in the opener. So I think West Virginia's offense had success tonight.
3: Uh, yeah. Are they begging you for uh, books, begging you to bet Coastal Carolina tonight? How about 3-0 and against 0-3 and the line's under a field goal?
4: <laughs> Seems easy, doesn't it? Oh, i got to <laughs> take Coastal Carolina. Wrong. I mean, give me Georgia State in that situation. Look, my power rings actually have Georgia State won. So I was hoping. Joke you public. And I'm still waiting. I'm hoping, you know, at at the books uh, here in town at the stations and whatnot where the locals love betting the the, the favorite, I think I might get a three tonight. And if that's the case, give me Georgia state.
5: Okay. Uh, On the openers on Sunday and in your newsletter, you send out all your bets. You're very transparent screenshots of every single one. And it's fascinating to look at this every single week when Mm -hmm. you send it out, Brad, Uh, you made the, I'm glad to see this because I'm on this bet uh, with you as well. You made Duke Kansas sixty-seven, and that opened up sixty and a half. Why do you think that opened up low?
4: Uh, well, they just probably haven't priced accordingly yet for the fundamental change. Uh, both teams, Duke's running tempo this year, even though they yep. hired a defensive-minded coach and Mike Elko, um, and, and it's you know they're they're successful so far uh, in that regard. And then obviously Kansas offensively. I mean, there's some metrics that have Kansas's offense as the most efficient offense in the entire country. So. Their defense has left a lot to be desired, though, even though in this 3-0 start. So it's just a, a thing where the books, it's still relatively early in the season. They just haven't caught up to, you know, so, some changes on both teams.
5: Yeah. Now that said, though, pretty much a month into the season now, how much tighter are the numbers that we're looking at week four now compared to what they were, you know, three, three and a half weeks ago?
4: Uh, big difference. Yeah. Uh, I would say on average, probably cut in half. So if I was getting four points per game three weeks ago, down to two now. So Mm -hmm. And that'll get even tighter. Uh, I got to be more careful now. I'm still firing away. I I still bet 45, but we'll we'll see. That that Mm -hmm. one week where I go... Uh, you know, 15 uh, and 25, it'll probably be reality check that that I need to lower my, my volume a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Is, is this the year for Wake Forest? Can they finally snap this streak? Clemson's beat them 13 in a row and 10 in a row by four, by four, at least 14 points.
4: No, it's not, in my opinion. Uh, if it was going to be, it would have been last year when Clemson didn't have anything offensively and still put 48 on the board on Wake Forest. I just think stylistically... Wake Forest, they run that slow mesh RPO style, so it's like a delayed RPO. That doesn't work well when, when the defensive line is blowing up your offensive line, and Clemson gets back Brian Brzee after the tragic loss of his sister. I think they'll play very emotional up front. I Clemson gets after Wake Forest. Keep in mind, Wake Forest should have lost to Liberty. Post-game win expectancy, True. True. and Wake Forest losing that game last week. So I, I think Clemson's yeah. been waiting for this one to, to kind of – Uh, show what they're going to be in 2022 and they get margin tomorrow.
3: All right. You like Clemson. You also like James Madison. How can App State do this every week? I mean, North Carolina. Then they go to A&M and win. Then they win last week. Game days there on a Hail Mary. and Now they got to play James Madison, who's off a bye.
4: Well, that's basically the handicap as far as the situation. Uh, I mean, it's as good of a situational spot as I've seen so far in college football this entire season. But I'll say this on top of that, I'm not sure the market has a handle on how to power rate James Madison yet. Yes. At the end of last season, I would have had James Madison about a 3-point favorite over an average FBS team. Now they lost their multiple year starting quarterback, their top wide receiver transferred to South Carolina, their best defensive player transferred to Texas. I thought they'd take a big step back and they'd struggle with playing, you know, better teams on a week in and week out basis, but I mean Look at what they did to Middle Tennessee in the opener. They crushed Middle Tennessee. The market says, ah, Middle Tennessee must stink. The market bets against Middle Tennessee the next couple of weeks. Well, Middle Tennessee, the team James Madison beat, covered their next two games by yeah. 52.5 points. So, <laughs> I, I mean, James Madison's covered their two games by 47 points. So, this is a situation here where we have a live dog, in my opinion.
5: Are you surprised at the movement in this Baylor-Iowa State game? Baylor opened up a small favorite, and now they're a small dog on the road.
4: Oh yeah. I mean, I, I bet Baylor when they got the original plus number in front of them, plus one. So I did take a bad number. Uh, but I, you know, took, took plus three yesterday though, too. As soon as that hit three, okay. that was another, you know, go sign for me. I think the wrong team favored. And I I love, as we get to this point in the season, you start connecting the dots and look for market. sometimes market inefficiencies. You don't find many, uh, but, but you can find them. And I ask you guys, if, if Baylor's you know, the, the kicker makes a field goal and they beat BYU. Are they getting two and a half, three in this game? No, I can make a case that you change one play in the BYU game and, and, and they might be a one-point favorite in this right,
3: one. Right, right. I agree with that. Well, how surprised were you with the Notre Dame-UNC line?
4: Very surprised. I just don't think Notre Dame, I mean, are they watching Notre Dame football this year? I mean, I, I you still have some priors in your power ratings, but I mean, the reality is no, nothing that Notre Dame's doing probably going to get better this year. They, they don't have a quarterback they, yep, they don't right. have a playmaker at wide receiver. That, that's not going to get fixed this year. It's not like they go over the wire waiver and, and get somebody. Uh, I liked some things that they did in the second half against Cal running the football, but the reality is they don't have the playmakers to keep up with North Carolina's offense. I bet uh, North Carolina, and I'm also surprised money's coming in. The line move doesn't make sense to me. So we've seen a ton of move movement on North Carolina. I agree with that. North Carolina should be favored. But we've also seen a ton of mo- uh, money come in on the under. Well, if that's the case, then, then Notre Dame should be taking money. They're yeah. the team that's going to win a lower scoring battle mm-hmm. with a total in the mid fifties. Touche.
5: Yep. Yeah. Um, how how do the Badgers possibly keep up with Ohio State? And what what did you what did you they make can. this number? They're, they can't. There's no way they can.
4: Yeah, I, I made it twenty-one, so okay. I laid it with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Took the over uh, on the opener, which I thought you know was too low uh, at fifty-one. Uh, I finally saw what I expected from Ohio State's offense last week. Look, I know it's Toledo, but Toledo has the best MAC defense in the MAC, and they have a legitimate players on the front seven, and they just obviously destroyed them. They're healthier. The Buckeyes are now at wide receiver, and that one was where the light bulb came on, and yep, okay, that's the Ohio State I expected. That's the team that's going to contend for a national championship. And look, offensive metrics are better for Wisconsin, but that's not saying much. And it was still same old Wisconsin inefficiencies in, in the green zone and red zone against Washington State, and they can't do that this week, uh, or they're not keeping up. And I don't expect that to be the case.
3: Let me give you two totals. Does the Old Miss run end here? Ten and one under run, and Iowa Rutgers is 35 thirty five and a half now. <laughs>
4: uh, I would still go under. I, oh. I look. Oh. Yeah, I yeah on the Iowa. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll go. I, I'll. I'll clarify that. I'll go under in the Ole Miss game after everyone bet up the the over there. I mean, okay. Tulsa is running a lot of tempo and offensively. has been great. Ole Miss is offense starting to catch fire last week, but I, I think that they bet that one up too much. So I'm going to go under in the Ole Miss game. Man, I'll tell you. Somebody read a stat. Uh, I, I think it was Ralph Michaels. It was. It was. The yep. last Yeah. Yeah. So, I. I'm not going to be ashamed. I, I actually bet over on the openers uh, on the Iowa Rutgers game. I think I got a loser there after I read that stat that he had.
5: Here it is. And Ralph comes up with some doozies, let me tell you. Uh, 89.5%, Brad, when two FBS teams meet with a total of 37.5 or less, they are seventeen and one to the over. So 17-2-1 to the under. And they actually... There was an offshore book that, that moved the total to 33 and a half yesterday
3: Oh my! yesterday in a college God. football game. How yep. can that be? How can that be? My God. I, 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 one more. I two.
4: tweeted this. Go ahead. I Real quick, I tweeted this uh, over the weekend. I bet over 29 in an FCS game over the weekend, a Sacred Heart game.
5: There was a 29 on the game?
4: 29 on an FCS game. What, what
3: was, was the score? Was it a winner? 24-9. I won. 29. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, Great job with the newsletter. Good job with the picks. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for getting up early.
4: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, have a good
3: week. Yep, Brad Power 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Clemson James Madison also likes Oregon State. And as he points out, his numbers go back to 1976. It's the first time Tennessee's been laying more than a touchdown against the Gators. Incredible. I'm kind. I'm with him
5: on Oregon State. That's a good team and a good program. He's a good yeah. coach. Uh, do you want to get nuts? Do you want to go James Madison money line against Ab State? Troy should have beat him. I think uh, that's yeah. going to be one of those bets it, where it, I, I bet I take the points with J- with uh, James Madison and
3: I put a little bit on the money right. line. Oh, he's right. They don't know how to handle him. Coming in, moving up now. Oh, bookmakers. With the, yes, uh, with okay, the yeah. sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. what they've done. A th- it's 34 now in the Iowa game. I mean, you're right, 37 and a half. Nothing but under money. Well, I mean,
5: I, w- I would take a screen grab if I'm a ticket holder and say what a 33 a and a half. Yeah, without without bad weather, 33 yeah. and a half. You expect me to drive to this game and watch it again? No thanks. Uh, NFL line moves again. Uh, again, this game shot up to six and a half.
3: Said. Kick off the football season with BetRivers Online Sportsbook, your go to book, every line boost and special. Lace it up for week three with parlay insurance and touchdown insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet. Up to $25. Wager on any play to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football. Get your money back as a free bet if they scored any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. How about some
5: of these line moves again in the NFL? It just continues to happen this week. We talked about this with Josh Applebaum yesterday. He pointed out that, wait a second here, if you look at the betting splits, the Ravens had like 91% of the money at one book, and it's going the other way. Yeah. Well, it's now down to two and a half at some books.
3: What am I missing here? Am I on the wrong side? I don't know. I don't know I what have I'm a minus, I got a minus one from a game of the year okay. number. Yeah. Well, what? 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 Yeah. Congratulations! You won the game, but you did nothing against Pittsburgh. So, and I like this. Harbaugh's a good coach, and the fact that he can uh, lay into him after that. It's also horrific meltdown last week. It's Also, Lamar Jackson against Mac Jones. Yep. Lamar Jack. They're up thirty. If well, Mac's good. It's just it's it's Patricia running this hot dog stand. It that's off. fine.
5: I like him. Yeah. Lamar Jackson can win another MVP. Is that good? Uh, by the way, if you watched that game last week, which I did because I, I had them every which way but loose, and I'm dancing when it's 35-14 <laughs> in the fourth quarter, right? Someone said, you're looking good. And, and, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, the dancing turned into tears for three hours. So, Lamar Jackson looked phenomenal last week. Yeah. That guy's Tough an unbelievable quarterback. 100 yards quarterback. rushing. Absolutely. They and making he's making shots all these the passes. Uh, so, if they, if they don't blow that game, let's say they coast to a victory, and the Dolphins never come close to making a comeback. Is this number going to be down to two and a half today? it's going to go the other way. Right. If they win that game 38-21 and it's a coast-to-coast job and they, their secondary is not terrible and two and the receivers don't make a zillion plays in one quarter, by the way, it's not two and a half today.
3: Yeah. And then our guy Sammy P. at Nesson did some digging. That 15-4, and four, Belichick as a home dog, ATS. At, well, 12-2 and two is with Brady. So most of that is with Brady. Oh, that makes sense. So that's that's a, When you see all these Belichick numbers, you have to consider most of it's with Brady and then – that's one to uh, consider, but that's, uh, yeah, I'd like the Ravens. I think the Ravens win. Bill's sitting six at Miami. Yeah. Does it go to seven? Gone up a tick. Oh, boy. This the- is, so they, they have the record now, again. First two games of the season, and the opponents both made the playoffs last year. They've outscored them by 55 points. That's a record. Oh, my aching ass. Well, how about
5: that nugget that Matt Eumann threw at us on uh, Tuesday? Right. Buddy, friend of the show, recent uh, host. 22 straight games. They won by double digits. So when they win, it's just uh, can't believe that. That ties into what Von Miller said after the game on Monday night. We don't want to just win; we want to dominate our opponents.
3: Right. What's the other stat? Nine games in a row. They've, they're the anti-Steelers. Nine games in a row. They've scored on the uh, touchdown on the opening possession. Yeah. <laughs> Come well, on. When you
5: when you go three consecutive games without a punt, you're kind of in a groove. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you're doing okay on yeah, offense. Right.
3: Doesn't matter who's hurt or what. It just, no. doesn't matter. Bam! Right down the field. No. Oh, we'll drop forty on the on accident.
5: Bengal's touched five and a half at one spot. in fact, I still see it on the board right now.
3: Yeah, you got guts? who wants to get nuts and use Cincinnati and Survivor, huh who wants to do it? Are you pondering that? Really? yeah uh, yeah, I'm yeah. pondering a lot of things um, like the, I might have to sit on the chargers too, but I this is this is it right This is the season I like I like Burrow deleting social Instagram and Twitter. done. delete it from his phone. Get it out. I like that as is well. Is that what he did? Yeah, got rid of yeah, it. Good. Uh, take, block out the noise. But this is get, they, can they protect him? I think they will against the Jets. Uh, how much does this revenge thing play in? I don't know. But certainly mm-hmm. it was embarrassing what happened last year. That's embarrassing. They went to New York and got beat by, who, who heard of Mike White? And he threw for 400 on your head. So, Wilson's coming close. Maybe next week he's back. But I, I like this, that the season's on the line. They have to fix the offense. They have the weapons, and the Jets just coming in. They're, they're sky high now after that miracle win. I think. I think usually when you see a team get a a performance like that where they lost, should have lost, had no business winning the game, there's a letdown and a bad performance that follows it. Yeah, although I mean, there's a difference between survivor and lane five five and a half. Well,
5: that's in right. That game. That's true. Yeah, because I don't on, a, on the road. I don't want to do that with the Bengals right now. I mean, I'm starting to put together the games for the uh, contest out here in town. The fight the against the spread. And
3: I can't imagine I'm going to have the Bengals on one of my – I don't think I'm going to do that. Right. Because you know what you're going to say after Sunday afternoon. What the hell was I thinking? Sure. What am I doing? They're broken. They can't protect the quarterback.
5: Yeah. So Minnesota is now sitting at six. That's uh, been the number now for a good 24 hours. Total is 52 and a half. That, again, that opened up eight. But the way they played on Monday night and the way the Lions look, uh, it's flipped it up below that key number of seven, obviously. Now, you got to like this. And I'll tell you about player props coming up in a second. But Amon Saint, uh, Ross St. Brown mm. has been terrific, not just this year. It goes back to last year, tied the record for most consecutive games with at least eight catches, scored again last week. He was awesome. He's going to be Goff's go-to guy the entire year. You have to love it when a guy talks about this where he doesn't forget what happened.
3: You know, the
1: draft, it is what it is. Um, like, I think, um, I mean, even the, the commanders, they got a guy before me over there. I
3: believe his name is De'Ami Brown. I don't know how many catches he had. You guys can probably tell me that, <laughs> or how many yards he had. But I don't forget things like that. You know, I see him across the sideline from where I'm standing
4: during the game, and every team that I'm gonna give every team hell. You, I mean, honestly, we're watching Miami a little bit. Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I didn't see him in the game much.
3: It's great. Yeah, I love it when guys play with an edge like that. He was awesome on hard knocks. He ran down every guy in the draft that went ahead of him. It was like, I don't know, 15 guys or whatever it was. All these wide receivers that went ahead of him. And he's on a mission. And he and he's, what, six games in a row with a touchdown, whatever it is. Well, this will tell you, he's plus 105 to score this week. My God. That's no, how it's changed. Right. Now, I do think the Vikings are bouncing back here. I think they will It'll be a completely different team in offense. Not, so going I. against this porous Detroit defense. And I trust this coaching staff. And Thielen said the same thing about how he liked how they responded. And it's not screaming and yelling at people. And let's fix this. Let's get better. Cousins was pathetic. That was prime time Kirk. It really was. That showed up. So I, I think they, they they win and cover, and you get a good bounce back by the Vikings. St. Brown, 7-1 to one to score two touchdowns. 34-1
5: to one to score three. All right. I'm just pointing it out. I'm not going to bet it. I would not advise him betting that either. But if you want to put pizza money on stuff like that, yep. it's available. The Bengals did touch seven. Now they're down to five and a half or six. Bengals. Chiefs, I mean. Chiefs. They touched seven against uh, the Colts on the road. And, again, I had this note earlier. There's a bookmaker in Colorado who reached out to me this morning yep. and said, "I'm every single sharp better in Colorado is on Indianapolis. Well, There's no way to get
3: off the game now. Yeah, good luck. Not me. I, they have to prove it to me. I mean, that was I, – I don't care who's out. I, I, it appears Matt Ryan is cooked. So Well, it, that, that's the, fine. But if
5: they come back, though, that can be a different story for this week. Like, they, you can't look that yep. bad regardless of injuries last yep. week. They look terrible. Right. But that can change now when they're going to be getting guys back against a team sure. like the Chiefs. Well,
3: how about the slow starts, though? I mean, you're down 20-3 yeah. to three week one at Houston. You're not playing Houston or yeah. Jacksonville now. Here comes the big boys. Sure. Yep. And they have plenty of time off, too. How about nine carries for
5: Jonathan Taylor? Uh-huh. How about if, if this number keeps coming down, would you look at Chiefs' first half because of the slow starts yeah. for the Colts yeah. so I far? Think you have to. And right. like the way the Chiefs have come out, I mean, they did in week one. They played the Chargers in week two on short rest. I get that, but... Um, mm-hmm. and they played in the preseason, so maybe there's an angle there. The Raiders are up to two and a half at some spots on the road against Tennessee.
3: Yeah. Season's over. They lose this game. Which, uh, Which I, team? Y- well, Tennessee still's in a bad division, so I can't go there with Tennessee. Probably done when they start 0-3, if they start 0-3, but you're, you're right. Eight wins might win this division. But certainly in this division, with the you start 0-3, bye-bye. Because of what you have coming up with Las Vegas and what's left on the schedule, but I would probably say that uh, I do agree with the move. In fact, I won't probably
5: say it. I will say yeah. it because again, the Raiders. They you look at the record; it is zero two. You look at the, the yards they gave up against the Cardinals. That was all late. They're they're dominating that game. Cardinals had no business winning it whatsoever. They got bailed up by a bad call. Yeah, but I mean that's. I do have some concerns about the Raiders' offense. I got it. how can you not be sure offensive line confidence?
3: issues? Right, yeah. I, I'm very surprised at the move on the Cowboys now. All of a sudden. Giants are one on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe the the Bengals disrespected him and thought, no, Dak, no problem. But they did shut him down in the second half. And they didn't do anything on offense with Rush. Maybe Bogdanovich is right. There's not much of a drop-off from a point spread standpoint from Dak to Cooper Rush. But one game, okay, they rallied around the backup. We usually see that. Now what happens Monday night? Yeah, I don't think the Giants are that good. Uh, You're down big against Tennessee. Great job. They come back to win. Uh, And they, again, Matt Rule, and they beat Carolina, and Carolina had five, six chances to win that game. So, good story, good Monday night game, but I'm surprised at the Dallas money. Okay, but if you don't
5: want, if you're not going to be back in Dallas, that doesn't mean you're going to rush out to bet the Giants. No. No, neither am I. I see the under tier, too.
3: Yeah. I mean, the underruns have been six so far in these NFL games.
5: How about all these injuries to the Buccaneers? They're down to one now against Green Bay down to 1 and that total is now back to 42 at most spots. How concerned are you with Brady?
3: Did you oh, see him? I absolutely. Am. Did you see the press conference? His cheeks are sunken in. Oh, like this, the, the kid's not eating. He's emaciated. Well, this, I mean, this, this stuff, is
5: a this is a month old. People were making fun of him a, a month ago when he came back finally from that uh what sojourn that he was on. I don't know. Yeah, he's had the sunken-in cheeks for a uh, where people I thought jo- that, I thought
3: they were pointing out like plastic surgery oh, and no. stuff, but the,
5: the yeah, the, Evan the was here our buddy evan that's a oh, month ago
3: man between them what's going on in his personal life and everything like no, it the kid needs a steak
5: man no he's got to have that avocado. have you seen that commercial it's pretty funny dessert what's dessert well how about you ha- yeah you're right have a cheeseburger pal you need it you look like you're 84 pounds i hear you and atlanta's going to go off the favorite against seattle they're pick them now okay the seahawks yeah. uh we'll discuss nfl teaser strategy coming up and what you never want to do
3: This is Follow
5: the Money on VSIN. All right, let's get into it with the football season. Start off the season now two weeks deep with VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips, updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and we'll get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only 175 bucks, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard uh, looking at teasers. Uh, we'll we'll do this, you know, tomorrow and every Friday as well, talking about tease up, tease down, or pass with the schedule that we have in front of us. But basically, some teaser strategy here. And we've had, you know, pro bettors on before uh, to tell us the, the the true breakdowns of this with numbers and how money line parlays might like make, make a little bit more sense and angles and um, that you want to actually tease and only do two point six point two team six point teasers. And that's the old Stanford Wong philosophy that he wrote about a long time ago in his book. Frank B, who has joined us many times, professional sports better, said what about teasers?
3: Uh, people are too teaser crazy, too teaser happy, and you're better off when you go uh, money line parlays uh, with some of them. When you look at it, right? Uh, but it's uh, it's been it's been rough sledding here so far with the teasers. Yeah, and here's the
5: gen. This was anyway the general rule of thought uh, with Stanford Wong, and it worked and it was very successful for a long, long time. Play two team six point teasers. Only play favorites of seven and a half. To eight and a half, so you'll tease them down to one and a half, two or two and a half, below the key numbers of seven and three, or you want to play dogs the other way, dogs that are getting one and a half or two and a half points, tease them up past three and past seven, but as you said, Paulie, not going well so far this year, uh, the trends, if you're teasing up past three and seven, you're three and three on the season so far, that's it. If you're teasing below seven and three, you're one and one per my numbers. Now, to break that down even further, those are home teams, by the way. Road team teaser trends. If you tease up past three and seven, you're two and two. If you tease below seven and three with road teams, you're 0 and two. Road team, if you want to do down to a pick, this is not the traditional Stanford Wong method, but if you want to do down to from a six point favorite Mm -hmm. or a six and a half point favorite down to pick them or minus half a point, Road teams doing that, two and two. Home teams, oh and two. And if you want to actually add in one more variation of this, this is not Stanford Wong, but if you want to go above seven and above 10, so now we're talking about teams that are catching four and a half, five, five and a half, six, six and a half points. Again, probably don't do that. But so far on the year, if you are teasing above seven and 10, you're eight and two on the year. And the... Biggest rule is that you never want to tease through the money line. And the reason why is I have 15 ties since 1990, 15 in more than 30 years. That's roughly 8,240 regular season games. That's 0.18%.
3: Good number. Great stat. You're not getting one of the points you're
5: paying for. Correct. There you go. Yep. Yep. And also I saw a great breakdown, uh, Adam Schirnoff's buddy at Covers.com. Brandon did this. Only 500-plus games have landed one or two since 1995. Very small percentage. Some Don't forget, some books count pushes as a loss. Absolutely. Some count pushes as a push, and some offer you, offer you different odds for either. So keep that in mind. And that's a great pro, tri-
3: pro tip as well. Know the house rules. As you always. you got to yep. know the house so, rules. I, is, uh, I, yep. Yep. Uh, that's like a parlay card, too. There are numerous parlay cards where ties loose, and it's just real tiny on there. On the top that it's on there, there's that's correct. 10 rules, and one of them says ties lose. Mm-hmm. Very tiny. You can barely see it. That's
5: exactly right. So uh, I love betting teasers, but I will tell you that so far this year, uh, no good. And, you know, I was betting. I, I included both, like, both directions? Yeah. Coming down, yeah. T- down or up. Yeah. And... Another thing that you want to consider too is teasing. Don't tease games that might have super high totals. You might want to shy away from that. You might want to get involved with the games on the board that have totals in the low 40s, maybe mid 40s. Some people might go higher than that. I don't know, but uh, if you if you find a game where a team is like a home team is catching two and a half points and the total is 40, well, in theory that's going to be a super low scoring game. If you can tease them up to plus eight and a half, that makes a lot of sense. As opposed to a game that has 59 on the board and it could be you know a 41-30 shootout. And you're going to lose that mm-hmm. because the variation there is going to be the variance is going to be so big with a you know very high scoring game. Yep, a lot of people liked Washington last week. I had them on teasers yeah, plus yeah. seven and a half. Uh, no good.
3: Missed extra point, point. Went for two, didn't get it. Shenanigans there. Go back to the Niners week one. Very popular. Also think of it with Survivor. On these teams, if you're uh, teasing down to pick them, they can't you know half they can't win a game. Yep. Uh, but the Niners were very popular in week one. That goes up in smoke too. Well, think about the home teams. That are not
5: quite laying seven and a half or even seven. They're oh. like in that six six and a half range. What were the Bengals week
3: one?
4: They uh, were. They, they, seven, were, seven well, and a they half? were seven.
5: Yeah. So, okay. But the Brown they, they didn't count. I mean that. Yep. They didn't win. The Browns certainly teasing down to a pick 'em. That's a loser. Moneyline parlays. Forget about it. That's a loser. The Titans at home in week one against the Giants. Roughly in that neighborhood, right? Six and a half. Nope. How that game ended. That never got there for you. Mm-hmm. So I can think of, uh, and I wrote down some other examples as well that were just like, oh, in theory, you look good, but the Steelers got there last week. And uh, to me, as a home team, again, catching two and a half points, um, you could tease it up to eight and a half, and that projected total was 40 and a half. That game made made a lot of sense to tease. But I the ones that I teased it with, losers across the board. And it's a long season. It's only two weeks in. so. But I think if you pick and choose your teasers and not just bet every... I think when Frank says that people are teaser heavy or teaser happy, too much so, mm-hmm. they want to look at teasing like every game on the board, which you can't, I mean. That too. That that's I think that's what also Frank meant. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Excellent breakdown. So, I mean, that just that tells you all you need to know, right, about teasing through zero. 0.18% of games have landed on a tie since 1990. That's a long time with a ton of games. Almost 10,000 games we're talking about at that point. So,
3: um, big game tonight. Would you want to tease the
5: Steelers up to ten and a half?
3: Yeah, uh, past like, seven and past ten. Listen, I got to I got to see something out of this offense. I mean, this is the fan base is furious. I don't blame them. The players are ticked off. It goes back to is it the quarterback? Is it the scheme? Is it both? But I, I think these. I, I think Johnson can have a, a decent game tonight. But it, it, you, you'll know out of the gates they have been so bad with the first quarter. Well, just period. But this season. But the, going back with the first quarter offense and not doing anything on the opening drive. If they don't take shots down the field in this game, then it's like, that's it. There needs to be a quarterback change, OC change, or both. Okay? And if it comes from Tomlin or the top, it has to be done. Now, he has owned Cleveland going 24-5-1 and against them. But you have got to fix this offense. There are too many weapons for this passing attack to look anemic and pathetic, which has happened. It's been non-existent what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky is last in yards per attempt. Against this porous Cleveland defense, an atrocious secondary, Whatever you want to say, blown coverages, missed assignments, whatever. You have to take shots down the field because that's what the opponents are doing. And after a slow, and had success, and after the slow start by Flacco and Mayfield, they got cooking in the second half, and they gave up 31 freaking points to the Jets at home. Cannot happen. You score 30 points at home against the Jets and lose the game. And then Mayfield was cooking in the second half too. Again, I guess Delpit's the uh, culprit there with the blown coverages on both of them. But you can't have miscommunication, you can't have these breakdowns, and people are going to lose jobs. And, and, and if, Cle- if Pittsburgh can't take advantage of this and have su- su- success through the air, then it's not going to happen and you have to go to picket. Because I don't. it might be in Trubisky's head too. Uh, but you, you have to fix that. Um, and the other thing, I think this is bizarre with a players-only meeting after two games. I can't wait to talk to Mike Pritchard coming up. I mean, he must think this is hilarious. Who has a players-only meeting this early? And plus you're one and one. It's like the sky is falling. It was an absurd, embarrassing loss, but players only meeting. So, And then Stefanski is at all kinds of issues. 1-11 ATS in division games. Yeah. Think about that. Or well, show ATS. Yeah, they have failed to cover the spread in eight straight
5: games right. as a favorite against divisional opponents. Right. But I will give you this. The Browns have been the first to 10 points uh, last six games as a home favorite. You can bet this, you know, first to 10. They're a favorite tonight to do it, obviously, against the Steelers. And you got to lay some pretty decent juice. But they've done that six
3: consecutive games as a favorite at home. Pretty good. They get off to those fast starts like that. Right. And it just might be a typical Chubb game, too. Just pound them and there's no answer for Pittsburgh. Well, that's, I mean, that, that Pittsburgh, has to be... The, the Steelers, they, they allowed New England to run the ball on them. They didn't sack Jones. Right? I mean, this number one rushing attack in the league. Right. Heavy doses it should be. That should be the game plan. Mm-hmm. And Brissette, he's actually played well. Not making mistakes. And he's got that hasn't been his fault kid scores 30 points, they lose. So I will say that Nick Chubb
5: only averages 66 yards in seven career games against Pittsburgh. He's only scored one touchdown. Hunt has four touchdowns in his career against Pittsburgh if you want to uh, jot that one down for tonight. And his rushing prop is 83 and a half yards. Now, again, this Pittsburgh defense without T.J. Watt right. um, and like you said, no sacks last week against the Patriots. And this offensive line for the Browns, when at full strength, they are one of the best units in the entire league to pave the way just be road mm-hmm. Raiders out there for them, and that's gonna that's gonna have to be the recipe and Brissett was really good last week yes but you know it falls and on Cooper. and Chubbin and Hunt I don't know what to do with Cooper because he was a no-show in week one he had 100 yards last week so yep. more player props coming up including a very creative Kenny Pickett prop
3: This is Follow the Money on V-CEN. Kick Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers online sports book all season long. Bet Rivers your go-to book all football-related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Great daily house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game.
5: All right. So which. Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver scores a touchdown tonight. Let me throw some numbers at you. Deontay Johnson is plus 260 anytime touchdown. I like Johnson. You like him? Yeah. Claypool. I like him over two yards. In his in the mid 50s? Yes. Uh Claypool and Pickens are each plus four twenty-five to score a touchdown. Yeah. Fryermouth is plus three sixty-five. I like that dude. I think he's a oh, good, sure. good tight end. Will this
3: work out for Pickens? That he has so much hype and and that and, and he's He says, I'm running free 90% of the time against New England. Canada's like, I'm not going to respond to that. I mean, that will see. Feed him, too. I mean, if he says it. Does it work out well with Kenny Pickett as a quarterback? I don't know. Are you asking me if it's going to specifically work out with Mitchell Trubisky? Or or, does, does Pickens eat tonight? Oh, I can't. Does go that does far. does Trubisky hear that? Hey, I'm open. What do you? I mean, can you imagine what it's like on the sideline if these guys are doing this publicly? Still week of the game, I'm open. They're not throwing it to me. I'm open. The OC sucks. The the scheme sucks. That's why I, I have mean, a, this is crazy.
5: I have a tough time getting on board with you liking uh, a receiver over tonight. I just I can't. Get oh, they that. have
3: to take shots down the field. It doesn't the, mean they, this, again. This, I don't know if he will. The, this, this this. Uh, Cleveland defense. I mean, you get 24th it. in defensive pass DVOA. Yep. Yep. It's not good. It's big play after big play after big play. I'm watching that game last week. Flacco's got guys wide open, wide open. I mean, the, the breakdown oh, yeah. on the hall yeah. touchdown. It's like he comes out of the backfield. No one picks him up. He just walks right into the end zone. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then, and then the the, the touchdown by Davis at the end. I mean, this is ridiculous high school crap that they're doing for sure. So, but, so. But, but again, but, uh, you're right though but if it doesn't happen tonight yeah. there are going to be
5: major changes. Can we throw up the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers schedule fellas if you don't mind to beyond this week for Pittsburgh because here's the deal. Globally you can find this when will Kenny Pickett start for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And so tonight is week 3. The prop goes weeks 3 to 5. Well, he's not starting tonight. So you get weeks 4 and 5 here. He's might Paul think about this. He's minus 225 to start and they get the
3: Jets next week. And the Bills after that on the road. Well, that's when you would have to do it, right? You're not going to throw him in there against the Bills no. or, or Tampa Bay. No, you do it against the Jets right. if you want. And then at Miami, my God! So the time to do it. Well, then he's would got the Eagles. Next week. I know. Yeah. But but that Yeesh. I mean, do you realize how
5: risky. badly this could tailspin for the Steelers? Yep. If it doesn't look yep. good tonight, and then they decide, nope, we're not going to put him in there against the Jets. Then Trubisky's right. got to go at Bills, Buccaneers, at Dolphins, at
3: Eagles. Please. Yep. yep. But if he does enough, if they win or he plays well tonight, and he hangs to the job, then what? Because because we got several tweets that I'm betting Willis to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, based on that Tannehill. Uh, That's right. Bleep Show Monday. So next quarterback to lose his starting job, other than Trubisky, is Tannehill's even money. Right. But it, right now, when you look at it, who else? Who else would lose their job? Well, Geno could. It hasn't been pretty for no. Seattle in the last six
5: quarters. Right. I don't know, man. Marcus Mariota's four to one. Have they not been pretty decent on offense? Yes, they have. Absolutely. Not, I, I, He's played well. Right now I'm not making a move. No, I'm a fan. Baker Mayfield six to one. Yeah. Oh boy. You're gonna pull oh
3: God. Yeah, but other than other all this, all this other think, stuff is a reach though. I think I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah, right. Other than that, that's you're getting Mill's not gonna yank Mill. How about Winston? These interceptions continue, the pick six, horrible mm-hmm. fourth quarter against Tampa. He's nine to one. Anyone else? Then he get down to Danny Dobbs at twenty five. How about, 25 How about to one?
5: Danny Jones at twenty five to one? Yeah. yeah. Although the two zero start definitely yeah, uh, that hurts, hurts that things. if you are going to bet that. And, and so for Pickett again, week six through eight. So that would be Buccaneers, Dolphins, Eagles. That's plus two eighty. So any other time beyond then, ten through seventeen, he's six to one. Wouldn't you want to maybe look at that? Because you get the buy, sandwich right in there.
3: Yeah. I'll and, tell you. I'll tell you. That's for this prop <laughs> Sunday's game's enormous if Tennessee loses and Tannehill struggles again, 0 3. And they just you just say okay, let's put the kid yeah. in there and see what we have. Yep. Uh who
5: scores tonight out of the Browns backfield if you had to choose now? You're not going to get any plus money from what I'm looking at with Nick Chubb. He's, you know, -110, minus -115 minus to score a touchdown, but I will point this out again. He has only scored one touchdown in seven career games against Pittsburgh. Kareem Hunt has 4 career touchdowns in six games you can grab kareem hunt in the plus plus one seventy 170, one seventy five 175 range tonight they're going to score a couple of times on this pittsburgh defense yeah they'll be in position
3: they'll get near the goal line so who is it going to be i play it safe with chubb he had the hat trick last week right and remember we met glenn from quincy and uh at foxwoods yeah he loves that prop under one and a half yards shortest touchdown yeah, primetime games i think th- i think that comes in tonight too
5: David Njoku has 17 career catches in eight, 8 games against Pittsburgh only one touchdown. You can probably find a yep. really good number on him but again only one score has not been a threat at all against the Steelers defense in his career. How about Cooper to score? He's plus 210. <laughs> I'm I'm I don't know. I'm going to punt on his uh receptions and yards for tonight. Yeah. Said earlier can't wrap my head around what he's going to do.
3: I've looked at it from yeah, different angles so people, far. People people's Jones had a solid game in week 1. And then Cooper was the one who had the big game in week two, and then maybe look at a Ajoku's twenty-five yards. Boy, some of these are really low. Uh, you get that on one catch.
5: Yeah, but only seventeen but, career catches in eight. He's he's yeah. averaging a, a catch and a half a game, two
3: catches a game. God, it's not many. The other thing you have is remember the the Monday night game with Minnesota. I mean, a lot of those guys had. Phony numbers, but Thielen went over because of that final drive. Yeah. I mean, it's just okay. There you go. It's like they knew it. Yeah. Cousins exclusively is going to Thielen. That's that could be in play tonight too. Like the Steelers are down fourteen in the fourth quarter. It's like okay, well we have to throw it. And then also, I mean, it's, you, you can get there on an accent with some of these guys with yeah. what Pickens and Claypool are at. You know, Paulie, the game was three days ago. If I couldn't remember that, what I say? You, you
5: said you remember the game. <laughs> remember the you're like Chris Farley on SNL talking to Paul time? McCartney. Yeah, you right. remember
3: when, when you were with the Beatles? Right. That was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, my, people might have shut it off and went to bed. It was a sleep inducer there at the end, but it was just Minnesota takes over, it backed up, and they just made all the stats look good. Right. And then Cousins was sacked on third down, and that's oh, it. Let's go home. Did, did we mention that game? Did I? Did we fail to
5: mention that the Eagles are six and a half. Now in that game, yeah. on Sunday. Not sure. It's all the way to six and a half. What was the look ahead? Was it three? Yeah, I think you're right. Holy caramba. All right. You're on the over for big tonight's move. game. Yes. You think we're going to get more than 38 points?
3: Yep. I think it's too low.
5: Yeah. And I like the uh, the rushing yard props to go over. Longest rush for Chubb in that game. Uh, 18 and a half minus 125. 19 and a half minus 105 is what I was looking at earlier.
3: Could be turnovers. Also, I think it'll be a lot of big plays. I think Pittsburgh's going to be aggressive. And the fact that uh, Brissette's done a nice job, and they played a 31-30 and a 26-24 so far out of the gates. So I think it's way too low, although all these primetime games have gone under. But I think we'll see some uh, some points and, and excitement. The other thing, you can't get past the fact that Tomlin's owned right, them. That, that's impressive, what he's done. Much of that with Roethlisberger again, too. Well, but, but Tomlin's record against them.
5: That's true, but also you need to keep in mind how bad the Browns were for a long, long time when everybody yeah. owned them. And that was... I mean, they did have Hugh Jackson into Freddie Kitchens for a stretch there,
3: which is all time bad. What do you think of the Hackett comparison? To the guys are saying this is Kitchens' part two oh, that, again. That really that really oh, hit oh home boy. with me. In, that, yeah, that could be. That was a good observation. Remember why they hired him? To try to help get Rodgers. So they probably yeah. didn't even want the guy. Yep. They just thought maybe we got a chance with Rodgers. I mean, that is something to watch on well, Sunday and night. And how about that? How
5: about that note they had on Sunday night when the Packers played the Bears? Rogers loved Hackett, loved him. Part of the reason why is because Hackett made him laugh all the time. <laughs> so they had they had like this great oh. chemistry. Huh.
3: That, that was, had nothing they, to do with. Come on. Well, I don't. I that mean, was one of the reasons. That's what they said. It makes think, me
5: laugh. I think it was
3: Collinsworth. That's something a woman would say.
5: And so that guy's gonna go to Denver as the head coach, getting credit for the they are Aaron Rodgers big salad. <laughs> right. Okay.
3: That's Good luck. Not, that's yeah. Women have said that. Why do you like him? Then your wife say that to you. She liked your sense of humor.
5: Well, I mean, it's, what's wait, not wait. to like? <laughs>
3: I just, um, I, that makes sense to me. Uh, God, that's a good yeah. move. Yeah? Uh, I, lead, I lead with that, huh? Yeah. Hey, you want to go out? I'll change your life, huh? Good. What's not to like? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I'll a pro tip, huh? Yeah, sure, let's go. Time. Bet against perception when you have stats to back it up. Stefanski is one coach of the year, but he's 1 and 11 ATS in the division. Yikes. Again, regarded as a good coach, but look away. One in eleven ATS so far in his career in the division. So be careful when you lay the points tonight. It's uh, we do these every hour, and they're all available for subscribers only at Veasan Pro tips. I don't think uh, many people would realize that he's been that. I was big shocked a- by that. Oh, so shocked. was I. Yep. Regular season numbers. Yikes! And uh, the, I- the one it, well blown out several times against Baltimore. Uh, hasn't gone well there. The one easy cover was against Cincinnati, but uh, hey, the Bengals are plus one hundred and fifty to make the playoffs. Ooh, did you see what the Giants are? I saw plus one
5: hundred and twenty. The the I saw the Giants as low as minus one hundred and thirty to miss. This team's going to make the playoffs? It's
3: an easy schedule, but I think that's, that's, no, I can't get there yet. I mean,
5: how the numbers have adjusted already now after two weeks. Good job, good story, but lucky to be 2-0. Former NFL player, current VC host Mike Pritchard on the show coming up next. We'll ask him about what something betters rarely, uh, rarely consider and how big of a factor is it within a locker room.
0: Time, baby. And you're just lying there,
3: watching on the couch. Uh-uh, that's not gonna cut it. You need to get in the game with BetRivers Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the
0: action. Live in-game bets. Live player prop bets. Live player prop bets. Live player prop bets. Live.